Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. What's going on, YouTube? It's SC, a place to be chilling with you, Mr. A and E. And I am here with my co host, not Deion Sanders, but Primetime. What's up, y'all? It's me, it's me, P R I M E. P R I M E. And also joining us today for this video and for this podcast is Q Flow, Flow the Rookie, with that new sexy song that he has for us at the end. I, I'm, I'm feeling that. <laughs> Oh man, thank you, thank you. It's always a pleasure. As Give you guys the new music, man. What's going on, everybody? It's Flo the rookie. Yeah, we here. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. This is for like adults only. I'm like, I'm feeling it. I was feeling it. <laughs> I was feeling it. So, you get your props from me, man. You get your props from me. So, uh, appreciate uh, it, uh, guys. We're gonna go over the Hall of Fame, but before I get into the Hall of Fame, I'm just letting you guys know that there are two versions of this review. So, if you guys are listening on YouTube or watching us on YouTube. It'll, it'll be a more condensed review, but we're going to get into details about everything we felt about the Hall of Fame, how people was looking tacky, and how they dressed, and you know uh, our different thoughts. And that's going to be a longer review, which is going to be on the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. So make sure you guys check us out on Stitcher if you have Android, on iPhones if you have uh, uh, iTunes if you have iPhone, Google Play, Speaker, and on SoundCloud. So all those links will be in the description box below to make sure you guys check us out on there. But if you're just watching on YouTube, welcome. So guys, uh, the Hall of Fame. The class of 2018. Before we get into it, overall, what were your your, your thoughts of it? I'll start with you, Q. Um, I, I loved it. Um, this I usually don't catch the entire Hall of Fame. I usually just catch the highlights the next day. Uh-huh. But um, I had time, so I said, you know what, I'm, I'm gonna check it out, and I, I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, prime time, co-host. How'd you how'd you enjoy? Over just overall thoughts, real quick. Overall, I thought it was okay. Uh, a little, well, uh, kind of long, but yeah. Once <laughs> the Hall of Fame speeches over the years have been longer, they've been getting longer, so I guess we can't fault that. Yeah, yeah, we can't. But I mean, it's the network. I guess they, they do what they do. But th- th- this one was one of the longest ones, if not the longest one. I but, think the longest one was the one with Larry Zbysko. Yeah, and uh, Stan Hansen. Because. He was saying the same thing over and over for like more than forty minutes. Like, <laughs> oh god! <laughs> well, yeah, that that seemed to be the trend here. And uh, so, before we also get into it, what were some of the ones that? You, well, first of all, overall, I thought it was I, I thought it was pretty good. I, I like looking back at it the second times. Like, there's a couple ones that, that stood out, obviously. But you know, overall, I mean, it, it's not the strongest class, but I I, I enjoyed it for what the for, for what the Hall of Fame does. I enjoy the Hall of Fame, so that that's why every year. But some of the ones that before I even saw it going into, I was really looking forward to um, the Dudley Boys, Mark Henry, 
I was curious about Goldberg. And believe it or not, I was really going I was really into what Ivory was gonna say. Now that that's before going into it. So how about some of y'all? Like what were some of the ones that y'all was really into or y'all y'all really wanted to see? Okay, I go. Um I was I was right I was I was hyped I was hyped for Goldberg. Y'all know how I am with Goldberg. I am Amen that brother. A Goldberg I yeah. <laughs> Goldberg is a god in my eyes, all right? Uh, so I was I was amped to see my favorite wrestler get his just due. Um I was hyped for the Dudleys. I was always a fan of the Dudleys. Um I was curious for Jeff Jarrett uh-huh. and Kid Rock. And Kid Rock. So I was wondering, like, what are y'all gonna talk about? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, given the history with Jeff Jarrett and the certain Olympic gold medalists, yes. I, I just wanted to see, you know, and, and a phenomenal one and a glorious one. I, I wanted to see what were you gonna talk about? Um, and I say, you know, and and, and uh, Mark Henry, and I was just happy to see him in there because he definitely is a, a, a legend in this. So. Yes, I agree. Uh, pr- prime time. Who, who like before going in? What were some people that you wanted to say? I myself was interested in what the Douglas had to say and what their inductors had to say too. Because you know, um, I wanted. To, I was like, yeah, I was interested to see what Jeff Jarrett would say, only because of you know his return and they didn't end on good terms. I just want to see what's he gonna like mention anything. Um. <laughs> And that probably, that probably was it. Those two was probably the most for me. Okay. The, the yeah, well. Interesting. Before we even get started in there, we have the red carpet because they treat the Hall of Fame like it's an award ceremony, which it is. So we had the Hall of Fame and uh, some people got to talk to a couple people out there because we, I, I think tacky was the theme that was going on through the Hall of Fame. First of all, of course, it's hosted by Byron Saxon and Maria Menounos, and of course, Charlie Caruso and Renee Young are down on the floor. So, Byron Saxon, did y'all see that, you know, Cadbury, strawberry, yeah. pink, satin yeah. jacket he had on with that silver bow tie? Yeah. Uh, I think he's just playing into whatever character he has. <laughs> what commentary. Th- I'm about to say, I he- think he's just playing into that. Oh, <laughs> God, it, it was it was terrible. Just like his finishing move was terrible, and I was, I was like, I guess you try to pay tribute to Mark Henry, but that ain't the way to go about it. That ain't yeah. It. Uh... And then uh, AJ Styles comes out there looking like white Jesus, and I have to say because uh, I, I was just like, man, I mean, like if he ever wanted to play like a part in like you know like these miniseries, he could probably get the part of Jesus. But probably. they they both look like some country storefront preachers. Him and Byron Saxon stand next to each other. I was like, that was the king of tagging. What'd you say, Prime? Yeah. It looks like Malibu Al. <laughs> That's good. Um, I did like Sonya Deville. I thought she looked nice. Listen, I like Sonya like and Mandy. Oh, my God. D- 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 now, at first, when I first seen Sonya Deville, Absolutely. at first... Absolution as a whole was all looking good. That okay, night. you know, Q, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna mention this right now. I'm sorry. Is it just me or was the girl playing Paige look better than Paige? That's what a lot of people were saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I was like, yo, I, I, Dude, it's not, what's, what's up with you and Paige, man? <laughs> yo, man. 
<laughs> do you I don't not think, that's think that's she's that's attractive or something? Like, the thing is, I, 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 I used to be very attracted to Paige, but the problem is they put all this makeup on her look like make her like a clown. And I'm like, that bright red uh, lipstick is not pick. working. The bright, uh, the bright red lipstick yeah. is not working. They, they, they make her more white. And I'm just like, why are y'all paling her up even more? And they put all this bright makeup on. I'm just like, she looks like a clown. <laughs> just, just like The Rock said in, in the trailer of the movie, like you ain't seen the sun in 20 years. Which, by the way, one of the best rock promos. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later. My bad, yeah. So, but yeah, but yeah. but Mandy Rose and, and Sonya Deville and the Four Horsewomen was all looking uh-huh. mighty fine tonight. And, you know, also speaking of mighty fine, your girl Ronda Rousey with that, shan- uh, with oh, that yeah. wine on. Uh-huh. I was like, damn, she married. I was just like... Uh, her husband is like a, another, another UFC fighter. Yeah, he's right? a heavyweight. He's a heavyweight. Yo. He's a heavyweight. Yeah, he, he yeah. got an ass kicking family. Isn't that some shit? Listen, I'm giving. Let me let me give respect to. Her. Let me respect. Let me let me give love where love is due. Charlie Caruso is a very beautiful woman. Char- you know what? Charlie Caruso is a very beautiful woman. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give credit with credit. She's a very beautiful woman. And Nia Jax was looking great, Dad. I, I don't care. Say what I y'all know. want, man. Nia Jax was looking like a meal. No, okay. No. Q Flow, Flow the rookie. I'm agreeing with you because she they, they finally made oh, her man. look beautiful. Like, well, first of all, she always looked beautiful. But I'm just saying, but like the the, the her dress selection, I was like, that mm-hmm. looks good. Like that really looks good on her. I enjoyed that. Primetime, yep. like, Primetime, would you agree with that? Yeah, I agree. Okay, I'm sorry, man. Look, don't agree. Don't uh, agree. <laughs> he don't grab. I said it must not have been a meal to him. It must not have been no standout. You know what I'm saying? Uh, of course, we see no, some. No, I was too busy looking at Kathy Kelly. You look at Kathy Kelly. Listen, we. I ain't talking about Kathy Kelly right now, man. She had me thinking Kurt Angle was in the in the battle royal. I ain't talking about Kathy Kelly right now. <laughs> Yo, that was a slight mistake. You can't slight up. You can't go from Kurt Angle to Kurt Hawk like that. There's no slight mistake like that. That, that no, you're fired. Yeah, it was live. It was live okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what. What's what you practice for? Uh, it also showed like Samoa Joe was down on the floor, and it uh showed Big Cass was down on the floor too. Big Cass was there, yup. Yeah, Big Cass, he went with Carmella, but uh, <laughs> he was there. Carmella was looking. She was, yeah. Oh, she was looking did you see what Carmella was doing? The blue sparkle. Well, I'm sorry, probably. Yeah, yeah, speaker, I didn't hear you. I said, did y'all see what Naomi was wearing? She wore like the blue and it had sparkles all over it. Yes, I like what yeah. Naomi was wearing. First of all, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. once again, Q Float, please get your boys the Urban Youth Usos because he was. <laughs> Because he was definitely sitting there talking about so, hey yo man, we about to go to Bourbon Street at this. We gonna get turned just 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 a little bit. She was like, no, you're not, because you know your brother just got that DWI. You just that made D- the yeah. WrestleMania main yeah. card. Yeah. Let's not act yeah. up, man. <laughs> yeah, you just they, they wild, man. You best, they wild. Said, just made the main card. Y'all gotta chill. Yeah, man. Y'all gotta chill. Talk, so we go back to the hotel after this. I was like, you nasty freak. <laughs> so, I was like, yeah, you know uh, these. These damn Usos, man. I swear, I like these urban youth. Gotta love them. For lack of, you, you know, gotta love them, man. Oh yeah, like I said, I look because you know they're gonna be loud come WrestleMania, right? Hell yeah! It's gonna be like they're gonna wear like like a new color called Prison White. Like I never heard that before, but they're gonna wear it <laughs> <laughs> because 
they they the Usos. But uh, yeah. So like I said, Samoa Joe was down there. Seen Tay Long down there taking pictures. Well, Kenny Omega wasn't there though. But uh, down there, uh, he took a picture with Kenny Omega. I seen that uh, Chubbs had uh, sent to me also. So uh, prior time, uh, anybody that really st- stood out to you that either looked good or uh, was because oh, by the way. Reverie Scott was there with Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy was looking like Blackula. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like... Jeff, oh. Jeff was there, too. Yeah, Jeff was there looking like a saved atheist. So I was like... Uh, he, he, he saved atheist. <laughs> he, he looked good. Uh, also, like, first of all, Jeff Hardy was just like, look, I'm waiting to come back. Just letting y'all know. So I'm waiting for the, the right moment. I'm just like, don't waste Jeff Hardy in the Battle Royal. Don't yeah, right. You know who wasn't there? Undertaker. <laughs> you, you know what's funny? Okay, I'm going to get to that when we get to Kid Rock. I was just like, you know, I was like, yeah, I, I see. Well, Undertaker's usually there in the backstage area every Hall of Fame. But I'm just like, but now I kind of want him to, you know, go in and, you know, induct people. Stay it, hidden. It, 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 do something like that. Um, Of course, you know, Cena and Nikki and Daniel and Bree was all there. And first of all, I love how uh, at the end, Brian actually straight cut off Daniel Bryan to go to the Hall of Fame, and then Daniel Bryan, you can hear him in the microphone, says, "You just cut me off, Byron." And I was just like, I don't know if I don't know if y'all peeped that now when the, when the thing was going off or not, but it it, it was no, uh, I didn't. Yeah, oh, it, it was funny, and I was just like, "Y'all want to know who I thought looked real good it was Beth Phoenix." Well, you know Beth. Yeah, that that's my baby girl yeah. right there. You know Beth Phoenix is always gonna look good. But you know you know what Ivy looked good too. I'm gonna get to her speech though, but Ivory really did look. First of all, I didn't know she was like 50 plus years. I thought Molly Holly yeah. looked good. Molly Holly looked nice, yep. She she needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Can somebody please hear my message for next year? She needs to be there. So yeah, I I, I enjoyed the red carpet special. I I love joining seeing that people get there. Uh, Dolph Ziggler crash in Sonya Deville's interview. <laughs> I thought that was kind of was kind of cool because you know I'm a Dolph Ziggler mark. You know I love me some Dolph Ziggler, and uh, and then we we're gonna go into the Hall of Fame. So okay, now the Hall of Fame, you know, starts off Jerry King Lawler still the host, and then we get into our first inductees, and that is the Dudley Boys. Nice video package for Dudley Boys. Uh, add to the era, ECW grew up with the Dudley Boys. It was great, and they get brought out by Edge and Christian. And I love how, you know, Edge Christian come out to Edge's music only. Yeah, right. <laughs> it wasn't, you know, uh... Always. Huh? Like always. Like always. Hey, no, no. I mean, you know, they had the whole, you think you know me, they use that together, but, you know, Christian had to find his own song. Christian thought the Hall of Fame was for him, and then uh, Edge said, you know... Like I told hilarious. you, I was going to say that. I told you he was going to use it. I think you're the only one that's on this call right now that probably actually is a fan of Christian. Man, Christian is not. And look, Christian will always be. Look, do I like Christian? Yes, but Christian needs to know his place. Christian, look, if you rank, <laughs> if you rank all six of of those guys from TLC, it goes Edge is number one. Jeff is number two. Bubba and Matt are tied. Christian and then Devon. That's how it goes. If you're ranking them all. Christian had one good slit in TNA. 
and they came back and just was virtually nothing. Captain Charisma lacks the most charisma. I'm just saying. Terrible. Terrible MC, but 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 probably going hard for his education on the Edge of Christian show. I'm just like, and you know what? I, I'm a little mad at Christian because when he came to House of Hardcore up up here in Philly, he was like, okay, yeah, I only charge three thousand dollars to get a booth, but then when Edge come, he want to boost up to like fifteen thousand. I'm like, who are you? Who who are you? Are you are not Edge? I'm sorry, you just never will be. But uh, far from it. I, I I like the I like the well, first of all since you know what prime time since Edge and Christian are your people you, you, you want to really go over the stuff that you liked about their induction speech uh no I mean it was it was good I liked it one thing I thought they were going one thing I thought they were going to do was call out Tommy Dreamer but that happened later in the show so I was happy with it did did your mic just get muffled. <laughs> Oh, yeah, hear what I said? Okay. okay. I said, uh, overall, I like what they had to say. I just thought they go, they was going to squeeze in a Tommy somewhere talking about Tommy Dreamer because that's like their thing. Yeah. But they didn't do it. We got it later in the show. I was cool with it. Well, I mean, they, they did mention, I was surprised you mentioned when he said that people are wondering why we're up here and not Paul Heyman. He said, well, for starters, we don't owe the Dudleys any money. <laughs> and I was just like, ha, huh? nice burn, nice burn right there. And then uh, he said, of course, and then of course, uh, I forgot what the, the, the second thing that he said, uh, reason why Paul Heyman was not. Uh, they probably owed him receipts. Oh, yeah, they, they owed him receipts, stuff like that. So they uh, put on the glasses, and then he said, Christian, he's like, what? <laughs> Bring out the Dudleys. And Bring then, out the Dudleys. And. Just to just to show how bad Christian is, he didn't even give a testify or nothing. And I was just like, "Well, thanks, Christian. <laughs> just thanks." So, uh, and that's why you're not in it. it no. Exactly. That's what I said. So you keep a hold on the paper all time. Uh, then the Dudleys come out, and then uh, Devon's bow tie is a little bit too short for his neck, but I let it slide. And I like how Devon starts talking, and Bubba Ray says, hey, "You're only supposed to say." Testify. Testify. For twenty five years, you don't get. All you supposed to say is testify. And he says, "Well, you know what? I'm not getting the tables no more. I work behind the tables, so huh, I get to talk, and then you go shut up. And I'll tell you when to talk, when to move, and everything." He said, "Because tonight, you know, go be Devon. Now you get to the back of the line." So, Devon uh, had a very emotional speech, talking about his kids, and uh, <clears throat> talk about talking about his mama. He, he, he said, I'm not going to talk as long as Mr. T was going to talk about my mama. But I talked about my mama. <laughs> and, uh, well, they, 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 they mom. And uh, I like how he said, I looked up the Hulk Hogan. Oh, the black guy bought the first Hulk Hogan reference. Ding! He's back. <laughs> what? <And> he said, <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just say, Hogan's like, well, come, come on, brother. I'm back now, right? So he said, I want to be Hulk Hogan. I mean, what'd you say? Say what? Did you hit a burner that Bubba Ray gave to Devon? Uh oh, he said that uh, if if I was working behind the table, I book a better, uh, I booked the better matches. Yeah, he's like, at least my matches would get over. He did get over, <laughs> and there was no, but then he, oh, but he said, well, when we was in the ring, I was the reason why we were getting over. Remember, Devon was the better wrestler at the time before Bully Rave was a thing. Yeah. So Devon was a good seller too. Yeah, oh, oh, you talk about the dead fish. Right. Yeah, Devon with the dead fish. So then, um, 
<laughs> he said, I tried like Hulk Hogan. I mean, hell, I even had the tan. <laughs> Bubba said, yo, now that was actually funny. I like how they was covering that. talking about something. You wait till the last night when we go to the Hall of Fame to actually be entertaining. <laughs> so... He uh, said, why did you wait for the last night of our lives yeah, to be funny? To be funny. I thought that was great. <laughs> and then he said, Bubba, you can talk now. And then Bubba takes it, brings pictures of his parents there because, um, you know, they passed away. Velvet Sky is there. I guess it's going to be his future wife if they're going to get married. I don't know if he engaged to her or not. But, uh, you know, he talked talk about Johnny Ross School. And it was, a, it was a, a a great speech overall. Like I said, Devon was really getting some shine here because you know in Dudley Boys Devon always took a back seat so I was good seeing him uh, get shine and you know people was feeling him then they try to play to play the music to get him off the sound guy comes out and I was like we're going to get a table spot we're going to yep, get a yo, table spot let me tell you because I'm sitting here like well first off when they were giving the speech I'm sitting here like well, Devon was giving the nice speech and I'm like damn he's shouting out everybody I'm like damn no, no love for Spike but then Bubba <laughs> Bubba brought him up, and I'm like, oh, all right, cool, cool. I'm saying like, Dax, Spike Dudley don't get no love. Good point. <laughs> Good point. I'm about to say, damn, what was wait, wait, it was It was nice that they brought him up. But, yeah, yo, I, I was calling. I'm sitting here like, yo, either we're just going to get a 3D chant or something. Like, we're going to get a 3D chant or get the tables chant. I didn't think we were going to get a whole table spot, though. I'm like, oh, this is even better. And did, I don't know, sound guy kind of look like uh, Shave Face Neville. Just saying, oh, I don't know. Oh please, he kind of look, kind of look like Queen Face Neville oh, back oh, back in those days with the cape. Oh yeah, as you just say. So and then Primetime was telling me he was just like, I think they're gonna do a 3D. And I was like, if they do a 3D, they both won't be able to get up off the stage. <laughs> they could have did like a smaller, you know. No, because because nah. no, because they ain't the right one. Because if if Devon just picked them up and just like like just tossed him in. Bubba Ray kind of gave him a half cutter. No, it wouldn't look right. Why do it? Just power bomb him detail like they did May Young, which they did bring up right. May Young also. Saying that, actually, I thought they were going to actually do it like they did May Young. Uh, bro, you got the, these men are old. <laughs> these men is old, man. These people are old. I know, I know. So I'm just saying, but you know, and uh, that, uh, they also brought up Edge and Christian, brought back out Edge and Christian, and brought up the Hardys. You know, this is yo Matt Hardy was trying. Yo Matt Hardy did not want to go up there. Yo, I'm like, oh, now you know you gotta go broken. So yeah, you, you, get yeah. to chanting. <laughs> get to chanting. I love. Ha- First of all, I ain't know Devon and Hardy had a special handshake. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was dope. That was dope. Hardy dance better than Devon do. I was well, yes. well, Devon can't get that leg up. Hardy's still wrestling. It's like you you have four out of six guys that's retired. So you know, Hardy stuff there uh, doing his thing. So I, I was like, okay, I know they had a special handshake to do. I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. But uh, then that's how they close it out. It was it was a great moment. Uh, he told me something. How about one more? We can get another TLC match. Is, yeah, I like that. <laughs> Man, Hardy's like, delete. Man, like, delete. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was fun. I was just like, yo, can, can, can y'all just say, hey, we're going to make the Usos and New Day and Budget Brothers TLC? Just just saying. But, you know, never mind. I guess, I guess we can't lead into that. It could, it, could, it could change up. It can change it up. It change we got, up. We got one more day. Yeah, we, we do got a day and stuff like that. So, that was the first one. Overall, you guys enjoyed the Dudley Boys, correct? Yeah. yeah, I loved it. It was nice seeing all 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 six of them up there, 
at the end, uh, yeah, congratulations you, to the Dudleys. You two prime time? Prime? What'd you say? It's like, oh, there he is. Uh, uh, co-host. What is, what is uh, that? You, you enjoy said, how did you like the segment? <laughs> you, you, you like the segment, co-host. I, 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 looked off one I looked off for one second. Well, yeah, I like, it was good. Okay. Okay. Oh uh, well, I mean, if you want to log out again, because we be able to get to the, the major piss break that we got, what the next one was, which was hold uh, on, hold on, can I can I say real quick? Because I was I was at work for mm-hmm. for like the first for like the first three, like I managed, I, I still watched it, but I was at you know I was at work for the most part. A commercial came on, and it was the Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns video package. Yeah, and so I'm making my delivery. All I hear is. Ooh, when they go back and I'm like Roman Reigns is on TV ain't he and I pull my phone out and I'm like what the hell every time they show they just boo the hell like, out right. it's crazy every time but uh yeah let's let's, let's go ahead and get to the to the yeah. so uh Hillbilly Jim is uh yeah I mean this guy was long winded but you know what I did feel bad for him because a lot of people in the audience don't know or don't appreciate Hillbilly Jim. Now, Hillbilly Jim was on the level of a Coco Beware in wrestling achievements, but on a junkyard dog level when it came to characters. And his character was very, very popular in the 80s. If you if you made the Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling show, you were somebody. Now, like I said, me personally, I was a fan of Hillbilly Jim, but a lot of the crowd didn't know any people he was talking about and rarely didn't know him. They mostly knew Hillbilly Jim from Legends House. So, Jimmy Hart brought out um, Hillbilly Jim. He barely got a reaction, to be honest with you. I, I'm kind of upset by that because I love the mouth from the South, Jimmy Hart. Uh, talked about his toy sale, his first check and all that stuff. And he referenced a lot of people and talked about Jim Rawls. Made him uh, learn the word about opportunity. And uh, he knows how much money he made from his first merchandise check, which was 80, uh $86,710.10. What? Give me a check like that back in the wow. 80s. Give me that kind of check. And um, he had stories about Andre the Giant drinking alcohol. And uh, it, 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 it was, if you were a fan of Hillbilly Jim and a fan of that era of wrestling and you were really invested to it, the speech was all right. But since you weren't, and a lot of people here were younger generation and did not pay attention to it or did not know about it then it came off kind of boring and bland he talked for 40 minutes he talked yeah he talked so long yo I got through like three deliveries and he was still talking like three deliveries my phone started acting up cause I wanted to hear his speech cause I like these old stories yeah and it's like my phone my phone's acting up I knocked out like three like three deliveries and he's still going I'm like this is this is crazy What what's going on like yeah. It, oh my goodness. <laughs> he just kept on going, but I was just like, okay, so we finally went up. I was like, okay. And, and then. He went, just, just he wanted you to know that he's doing it for his state of Kentucky. Yeah. Hey, hey, look, hey. Bless you, bro. Uh, moving on, there was the um, Legacy Award, or which I have made fun and said this is the, the Black and White Award, where they give all those wrestlers that, that are so far old that. This generation is just not going to know who they are. And to be honest with you, there was only one name that I knew out of this whole list of names that they named. And I was like, this is why you did the, the Legacy Award to put people in the Hall of Fame that 
won't be able to be put in the Hall of Fame because nobody's going to know who they are if they get inducted to the regular class. So the names are uh, Lord Alfred Hayes was the only one I knew. Uh, Stan Stasiak. Uh, Boris Malenko. I don't know if he's related to Dean Malenko or not because I didn't really hear. Uh, Dora Singh. El Santino. Cora Combs. Jim L- Lundis. Rufus R. Jones and Spucknick Monroe. So, I'm pretty sure all y'all don't it was, know. It, huh? I think it was more than that. It was, it was, it, 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 I, I, I read all the names right now. Sputnik Monroe? Is that wrong? No, it was like, it was like one name I recognized and it's because somebody said their name tonight. Was it Lord that Alfred night. Hayes? I said him first. It was it was it was Hayes. Yeah, it was yeah. Hayes. That's what that's what the one I said for Lord Alfred Hayes. And then I think we already know which one Rufus R. Jones is, right? The black guy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> with yeah. Rufus. Rufus R. R. He said the, the R stood for guts. Yeah, the R stood. I was like, okay, you was paying attention. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. You know, Q I appreciate you. You be really doing your homework for these shows, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get my. I'm trying. I'm trying to get my co-host to be doing his homework, but he be like, "No, if it ain't P, if it ain't P, if it ain't PWG, he don't participate." But it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, next up, next up we have Ivory, and now Ivory uh, was big in the Attitude Era as well. But also for those people who don't know, Ivory. Is also big in Glow. She started out in Glow, and they had a new Netflix series, which is only season one. I don't think Ivy was part of the original cast, but she was in Glow back in the mid '80s. So if they do like a season two of Glow and that, that they will probably have somebody portray Ivory in that. And this year, bringing in Molly, uh, and bringing in Ivory was Molly Holly, and it was funny because when she when she was first talking, my sister was walking by the screen, and she was just like. Did somebody take Molly Holly as hostage or something? Because why is she talking so scared right now? Like her arms are so close together <laughs> and stuff like that. And I was like, damn, she kind of do look a little, little, little nervous. But uh, a little nervous. Molly Holly did good. Um, I, now Lillian Garcia was the one that introduced Ivory to give her the proper introduction. I'm just like because I guess her and Lillian had some history. I was like because. Nobody said Ivory's name special, kind of like how you know Tony Chimmel says like, you know the radar superstar type thing. So and the new guy, how the how the new guy <coughs> introduces a uh, Ty Dillinger, it's so cringy. Oh yeah, 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 it is. It's cringy. So, uh, I, Ivory, uh, is she Italian? Or like, what is she? Because because. Uh, people were saying like she's Sicilian Italian, but when they, when they show her family, I'm just like, wow, like I would never think of that in a million years at all. Now I remember Ivory when she came in as Mark Henry's girlfriend back in the Attitude Era with the little purple sheer scarf and everything. And look, I was a kid, I was ignorant when I first came. I thought she was like black. I thought she was like a light skinned black girl, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, no. Like, she's, like, Italian, it looks like, or something like that. Because I was like, oh, so she's, like, Taz Italian. Because I didn't know Taz was Italian either. Because I wasn't... I didn't either. I thought he was black. Exactly. That's why I was I was like, no, but he's Italian. Those are, like, the, the Sicilian Italians, I believe they are. 
which they, they have more of a darker skin. I'm not saying it matters, but I'm just saying. But I was like, I, when I was young, I was like, I didn't know. And oh, you know what? Like Charlie Caruso, I'm tripping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, Ivy has a cat named Frankie that she takes everywhere for for the cat lovers out there. She did, did bring did up. You see that picture though that they put for the cat? Yeah. And I, Man, let and me. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. Uh huh. Kinda. I, I kind of like I, I I listen to her, but you check that. It just got too much for me. I, yeah, yeah. This was this was my. Let me turn it off while I unload my truck. I I, I can agree with you. Understand that because, um, she she done all she did. Post she talked about was she did work, uh, with animals over the year. Talk about uh, Katrina. Is she she from New Orleans? I'm not sure, but uh, you know, no. talk about, huh? She Katrina. She said Katrina. She said what? Can Trina? Can Trina? Oh Lord. Uh, then um, she said that she never, she's never been, never been married. I'm just like, whoa. And uh, had one too many Ric Flair jokes. I'm like, oh. God. Yes, I'm like, she just rose Ric Flair for no reason. <laughs> and it's like, all right, man. Charlotte. Charlotte says, you see Charlotte in the crowd, like I will kick you in the face. <laughs> like seriously. Um, she's still in great shape though. She's like. I yeah. like she, she can still go have a match in the ring right now. And uh, they talk about. Uh, hey, you never know. You might see her on Sunday. You, 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 you're absolutely right. Also, I was just like, um, the right to censor thing, I'm just like, I didn't care for the right to censor alarm at all. <laughs> I was just like, y'all could do without that. They would have came out and said something, it would have been better. But. It would have been better, but, you know, they can't find Stephen Richards right now. The whole marriage proposal thing just, oh god. Yeah, you know, yeah, I was like, okay, so it threw me off. This is her wedding, and off. she was like, "Who's her bridesmaids? Who's her, uh, her um, groomsmen?" I was just like, that's when I kind of, kind of checked out a little bit. I'm t- yeah, cause, cause like I, w- I turned it back on to see like, are right, is she done? No, keep it moving. Yeah. Um. Next up is uh your boy Kid Rock. Now, we know that Kid Rock has been uh, controversial. You know what I'm saying? And uh, first of all, I, nobody, they never mentioned who was going to do his induction, right? So I figured, hey, maybe the Undertaker comes out, does the induction, and calls Cena out on Sunday. Something like that, right? But no, tri- Triple H was in the bank and said, all right, Dad, I'll go out there and do it. So Triple H inducts, what'd you say? I'm surprised it wasn't like Mike Bennett or somebody. Mike Bennett was one who wanted to do it, but nobody cares about Mike Bennett. He said he wanted to do it, yeah. But nobody cared about Mike Bennett. So, uh, Kid Rock comes out there uh, looking like Rock and Robin, just all this denim. I'm like, him and OJ must shop at the same store. So, uh, I was like, too much was choosing. I'll be actually reading the article. Too much was choosing to induct him since having the Undertaker appear before WrestleMania will ruin the angle. Has seen seen trying to show up for a man. Okay, whatever. Everybody knew all that shit. So um, it says tri- so, so. Somebody put here Triple H speech might have convinced a few people to give Kid Rock's music a second chance. <laughs> I was like, uh, Triple H once again. He 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 can put certain people over. Oh wow, certain people. Um, so now Kid Rock m- must have thought that hey, since I'm in the South. You know, I got all these on my side. So he makes the comment saying, 
he wants to body slam some Democrats. And then uh, they started booing. Why did he say that? I was, I was sitting here like, I'm sitting here like, I was enjoying him talking. I'm like, all right. All right, then he's like, uh, beat up some Democrats. Ah, you lost me. I was just like, there it is. There it is. You had to say something. I'm just like, but then when they started booing him, he must have thought like, hey, you know, I'm from the South. So, you know, all the Southern people want to, the Republicans here, we're going to, you know, cheer it on. But then uh, <clears throat> they all started booing. And he said, all right, we need to find some common ground and get along. And, uh. We're all human beings. I'm like, yeah, but you effed up. Yeah, to say this, it just, it's, it's whatever. So it's like, all right, well, it was nice of him to acknowledge the uh, hard lifestyles of wrestlers, the sacrifice they made. He understands that he walked on the stage. Short, sweet. Look, I don't care about Kid Rock. I'm he made a, a joke about how he's gonna be the shortest of the night. Oh, he told the truth. <laughs> he, he, he told the truth. So I'm just like, okay, well, it's fine. But uh, he wasn't short of the night. Nobody really cared. I mean, like I said, this is not sitting here to judge people on their political views or religious views or, you know, race or sex or gender. Whatever the case may be. It's just that kid, I'm not a big fan of Kid Rock and a lot of other people aren't. And he's been so controversial. It's just like, look, just go on about your shit. <laughs> so next up was Jeff Jarrett. How do you spell Jeff Jarrett? Prime time. Spell Jeff Jarrett for me. J-E-double-L. J-A-R-R-E-T. There it is. Double J. Jeff Jarrett. Double day Jeff Jarrett. And I'm just like, Chris, because I, I, I swore if you was about to come here and say J-E-F-F, I was about to, I'm about to say hang up. <laughs> just, just hang up. No, but you did it, but you did it good. Yeah, so uh, Jeff Jarrett comes out Ain't there. Ain't I great? Ain't I great? For, okay, first of all, here's my thing. Now, I, w- I watched wrestling back in 92, so I'm an old fan. I know Q is more of a newer fan. Ain't that right, Q Flow? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There All right, there you go. So, um, when Jeff came out, I'm sitting there like, I want to hear the Attitude Era Jeff Jarrett song, you know, the Doom, the Doom. Yeah. Doo, doo. I, I, I think so. He came out too. It just sounds. And he. I sound like back was back in the day. And he came out to like 1994, glowing glasses, Jeff Jarrett. I'm just like. That's not my Jeff Jarrett. I want the Jeff Jarrett don't piss me off. I want the Jeff Jarrett slap nuts. Yeah, first of all, I was hoping that they would show Jeff Jarrett hitting Moolah with the guitar so he can get a good pop. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fucked or up? Or show him hitting... <laughs> yeah, like, they, they, they kept hitting that first. Like, though, they show him hitting Moolah. Like, these people out here will probably be like, yeah, I'm just saying, but... He came out to that song. I was not a fan of that song. I was always a fan of the Attitude Era, Jeff Jarrett song. Uh, he comes out in like this. I gotta say, say what? I gotta oh, say. We, we just gonna skip. We gonna skip his inductor. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm forgot. I forgot. I forgot about the D O oh, double G. <laughs> so. Oh, the, you ain't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Road Dog comes out to it. He's gonna kill SmackDown tonight. He gonna kill. Oh. He's gonna. Uh, but you know what's funny though? Like, like. Well, talk about it later but anyway um so road dog comes out to induct jeff jarrett and i'm like uh you know he said look i ain't gonna be all on get, get up here and just get this crack of latin and i was just like you know even though road dog we don't agree with road dogs doing on smackdown i still love the road dog for him being on the mic and stuff he's an entertaining guy <laughs> he so, was like well i can't remember what he said but he was like 
remember the '90s, so uh, <laughs> don't do drugs. <laughs> I was like, what? That, that that was good. He was just like, hey, I just don't remember the '90s. He's about don't do, about don't do drugs, and I'm sitting here like, you heard that part? Yeah. Oh my God. First of all, X Pac was out in the audience with his drug dog. I was just no, like, no, not funny. Okay. Yeah, no, he was out there. I was like, I guess you need a dog to, to help stop doing the drugs, stuff like that. No, I'm gonna leave X Pac alone. But um, <laughs> yeah, he brought out Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett was wearing this like cow blazer jacket, which was it it, it screamed Tennessee. Yeah, well, it was like a mermaid. It was a mermaid jacket, you know, like when you switch it one way, it's under one color. Yes, way, it's I, yo. My fiance said the same thing. She said, because we have an absolute bottle that, you know, that has that sequence that if you, you rub your hand one way, it's blue, but if you rub it the other way, it's black. Uh-huh. And I'm just like... I mean, that's nice, though. Yeah, but not for that jacket. <laughs> well, okay, not for... It feels like a different color, maybe. Yes, uh, Road Dog tells him to take the hat off, and uh, he goes in that... And you know what? Jeff Jarrett actually surprised me, to be honest with you. He, uh... Thanks his uh, his parents his you know his uh, grandmother and I thought that was good and uh, first of all wait, Road Dog called him no no wait, wait he called Shawn Michaels the Michael Jordan and uh, Wade Getsky and Tom he Brady said the a pro, a pro the wrestling Kobe, the LeBron I'm like oh my yeah uh, Miss that uh, uh, he said Miss doing a good job with the kind of championship. And Miz got the smug face. Oh my god! <laughs> Miz is looking like you're damn right. He says, "I was better than you were, slap nuts." So, uh, the the best part in my personal opinion, because first of all, when he was bringing up Karen, and first of all, I like when he said, "You know, uh, Stephanie, I, I I was the first, I was one of the first people to lose Stephanie McMahon, but now, honey, you've got a lot better." So. Good luck to you on Sunday. I see you winning, beating Ronda Rousey and Kurt. I was like, oh, Kurt. <laughs> Kurt already got eyes burned through this man's soul. So I'm just like, it's just so it's just so weird when you got your ex over there with like a couple of your kids you're still paying for. Over there with Jeff Yeah, Jared. I wonder if they met their brother Jason Jordan. Ooh, because he was there. <laughs> this is nowhere near Kurt, though. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> so... Uh, he does that, and he, but I love we start talking about Owen Hart because they had the tag team that, in, in in that the, was like uh, the second night. half. That was like the theme for the second half of the night. It was, it was. I'll get to the Mark Hamill one in a minute. But then um, talked about Owen Hart, and I thought it was really good. He got very very emotional. He missed Owen Hart. Talk about how Owen. He said, since I'm in the Hall of Fame, I got to Owen Hart rib, and how Edge Christian was doing the uh, ten punch to him, and then Owen Hart and. Uh, Jeff Jarrett put on clown noses. Edge Christian came out and gave him back the clown nose. Edge said, here goes your nose back, you slap nuts. I don't know why that shit was hilarious to me when he used to say slap nuts, but he said... Uh, that was Christian. Huh? That was Christian who said that. I'm sorry. Speak up. It was, it was Christian. No, 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 no. Q-Flo. I know I heard him say Christian. I don't want him to hear himself try to defend Christian. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> who gives a shit about Christ? he said make sure you tell it, it was my homie Christian did it right At prime time you are one of his peeps aren't you I don't know about that 
don't know about being okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so, Christian, to all my peep, <laughs> to all my peep, <laughs> aka Prouta, the P double E P. So, uh, <laughs> then they decided to say, you know what? Michael Hayes did it a couple years ago. We gonna do it now. We're gonna sing with my baby tonight. Now, here's the difference. The problem with the the thing the difference the difference between Michael Michael Hayes is he remembered the song. It's okay. <laughs> Michael, listen, Michael, listen, I was enjoying Jeff Jerry until this part. Yes, Michael Hayes knew the song, and they were singing "Backstreet" in the whole USA. That's fine. They had to put the karaoke words up there to to sing with my baby tonight with Road Dog. And when they started singing, I was like, "Well, Jeff don't know the words. He forgot the words, even though the, the words up there on the screen." And two. They, they can't sing, but they sound worse than they did back in the nineties. Can y'all agree with that? Yeah. So, I'm like, oh, and then then they had the nerve to go into the audience like like they were killing it, and I'm just like, why? Zack <laughs> Ryder of all people. He's, I mean, like, everybody try to get Zack Ryder over tonight. Tell you the truth. So, uh, Zach Ryan starts. They had these two. They had these two girls that couldn't sing. And, uh, Wasn't that Jeff Jarrett's daughters or Kurt Angle's daughters? One or the other. I don't know. <laughs> what if Jeff Jarrett's nah, daughters? Nah, that Kurt I don't know who that was, but they. Okay, but yeah, but that was, Jeff, that was Jeff Jarrett's. I know because they were sitting with Karen, Karen Jarrett. So I, I know that it was their singing, and then um, they got Zach Ryder, and then. I like how he was he was he was, he, he teased like he was about to get Sting to sing and I was just like don't do that. <laughs> don't 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 yeah, nah, don't nah. do that. Yeah, this was this was just hella cringy, man. It, it, it was it was very cringeworthy and I was like I can't you y'all y'all want me to give y'all a hand for that? No, it was not that great. So, I'm just like okay. I did the first part was okay. The part about Owen was great. The, the last part I'm singing was terrible. So, Jeff Jarrett's in the Hall of Fame. There it is. So, uh, next up, to get real quick past this, we got the Warrior Award with uh, Jarius J.J. Robinson. And I've seen this kid uh, backstage doing... Like, I'm saying like I actually been backstage. But I've been seeing the kid. He He's funny. This kid is funny. Yeah. He has a lot of charisma. Yeah. I actually probably enjoy... His Warrior War, as much as I did Connor the Crushers when they did the first one four years ago. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it was really good. He has an awesome story. Uh, Dana Warrior, how do I say this nicely? Because I know she was going through emotions because New Orleans, they finally come back to New Orleans. This is where Ultimate Warrior did pass away. That that at Monday right after Russell, uh, the, the go home of WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, she was. She was I, I just. I'm not a fan. Like I, I'm not. You know, saying I'm not a fan of Dana Warrior because of what her husband did, especially when you know his comments about Hurricane Katrina. But I'm just saying. But it's something about Dana Warrior. I'm just like, ugh. I I just don't know what it is. But uh, the video package was inspiring. I like my little man Tux. 
Yeah. He was sharp, like, man. He was sharp. I was yeah. like, whoa. Okay. This kid got some charisma. Now, here's the thing. I need to go to the bathroom. So, the kid got some charisma. I, I came downstairs right on the John Cena joke. What were the other ones he said <laughs> about, like, Zach Ryder and the Miz no, and stuff? No, he was showing out his... He was shouting out his favorite wrestlers, and the, I think the first first name he said was Roman Reigns, and the crowd started booing. He's like, "Hey, hey, 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 we ain't doing that. That's my friend right there." Uh huh. And Roman Roman pointing at him like, "Yeah." And then he shouted out Randy Orton, and then he said, and then lastly, uh, Zack Ryder. He did the woo woo chant, uh-huh. and then he said, "Or how about my least favorite wrestler, The Miz?" <laughs> and Miz is sitting there like, "Come on, man." <laughs> He's like, "Come on, man." <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was great. I, I did say, and, then, said, and then, yeah. Uh, I, I, the part I did see is we said, I know so many superstars, I have a better chance of getting a match at WrestleMania than John Cena. That was funny. <laughs> and then John that Cena, was hilarious. And John Cena pointed at him and said, yo, you do, though. <laughs> like, you he was like, do, you do, though. <laughs> you do, though. Um, he was short, straight to the point. The uh, hashtag, uh, save a life, what was it? live a life to save a life and um he said organ donation is important my best friend saved his niece's life by donating part of his liver to her and now she's is a perfectly healthy little girl after spending most of the first few years of her life in at the hospital so there was a very inspiring warrior award i'm glad that he's back there he gets to meet all of them yo they all love this kid back yeah here. they like, love him yeah like he's like almost a new kind of crusher almost yeah, I think he shouted out stuff too. I think he shouted out stuff. He loved him some. Yeah. What did uh? What did he say? Prime time. No, he was talking about kind of. He was talking about everybody that won the award in the past, and then he was like, "Miss Stephanie loves kind of the crusher a lot." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. I mean, yeah. Connor was so special, so I hope he continues to keep on fighting on. So now we're at the last two inductions. We got one coming up right now. My boy, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. He's a, he was in my top 15, but now after tonight, he moved into my top 10. And that man is the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. And I, first of all, Big Show is inducting Mark Henry. And I thought it was fitting because I was like, it's either going to be Big Show or Kane. But since the Kane's and Andre, I thought it'd be Teddy. No, I thought it was gonna be Godfather. No, no, thank you. No, no, thank you. (laughs) Big Show and Kane are his boys, and I'm just like, I figure if it wasn't gonna be Big Show, it was gonna be Kane or Kane vice versa. But since Kane is in this crazy, stupid storyline with Cena and the Undertaker, it's gonna be the Big Show. So I like how the Big Show says that yo, Mark Henry had his hands by his head. And on his knees, I want to go check on my friend to see what's wrong. And he goes over there and he says, yo, what's wrong? And he said, I've been trying to rip this quarter for like the half past half hour. All I could do was bend it. Can I tell y'all, do you know how hard it is to bend a quarter? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's 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 nuts. That, that, uh, and you know what's funny? Because I, I had a quarter in my house. I was like, I'm trying to fold the quarter. I'm just like, but... You know, no, you weren't. No, but no, I'm, not lying. <laughs> I'm not even lying to you. I grabbed the quarter. I'm trying to. I'm trying to bend this quarter. I can't move this. Sh- I can't move it for shit. And I'm sitting there like, 
come on. Why can't I get my thumb underneath this? Why, why can't I? Do? I was like, first of all, because people don't think they're like a quarter. And I was like, but that's really hard to do. And that's why Big Show was like, oh, I'm sorry that you bent it. You know what I'm saying? You try to tear it, but all I did was bend the cord. I was like, bruh, that's a, that, that's a feat. Because I, I don't know if y'all seen the ride along when Chris Jericho asked him to uh, crush the apple. Oh, he crushed it one hand. Yeah. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Uh, Q back on the WWE Network. You go back to this ride along with Chris Jericho and Mark Henry, and so it's a while ago, but so it's in there. And he gives him this apple right. to see how strong he is. He takes the apple in his hand. It's an apple now, and crushes the apple into like apple juice and chunks. That's crazy. Well, that brother's too strong. So when when Big Show told the the story about the guy, I took a picture with the camera, and he said he crushed the camera and the batteries like exploded. I believe that. Oh yeah, I believe it too. I'm just like that's some scary, scary stuff right there. Uh, so he brings out Mark Carey. Mark Carey is looking sharp in that peacock tie that he got on. But everybody was like, "Oh, no salmon jacket." Yeah. No, no salmon jacket. jacket at first, but we'll get into that. And then um, he talks about, uh, first of all, he is a good recruiter because he, he's the reason why Braun Strowman is there now. And yep. he's, he, he says that, you know, he tried to get emotional. Andre Giant was one of his favorites and how he went, ran to go see Andre Giant and he, Andre picked him up by his hands and he was like, he knew what he wanted to do. How his mama got him his uh, or his grandmother got him his first weights, and you know how to, how to cook it was really good. You could tell by you know how big he is now. That that was good. <laughs> and, yeah, and how uh, he said he didn't take the role seriously enough. He said when Vincent Man called him, he hung up, and he was like, "Oh, can I go get like can I meet Yokozuna? Can I meet the Undertaker?" He said I was still keeping up with all the NFL and NBA scores, so that I wasn't focused. And then he said, so, you know, he had to go up and train with the hearts. I never knew he trained with the hearts now, to be honest yeah, with you. I, didn't but, I never knew that either, yep. But that's why it made him and Owen so close. Because I was like, I was wondering how they became, so maybe this is close in the business, but him training up there, it makes sense now. You see what I'm saying? So then uh, they have the, the uh, first of all, before I get to the, uh, the uh, i I like how he says, you know, uh, he he talked about Ernie Ladd and, uh, you know, he gave an honor to God and it, did, it had like a little technical glitch and he was like, is that God? Ernie? <laughs> I, I thought that was, I thought that was, that was a, a good good way to, to play it off. And uh, he talked about his different gimmicks, you know, the nation domination stuff and then he brings up sexual chocolate and he says, that, that character is gone. Here's the thing, when that music played and they brought out that robe... And I was like, wait a minute. Is he actually turned sexual chocolate into a character? And I look, I know y'all seen it. When he was flirting with Steph, she was like, yo, blowing. I was crying. She I was, was like, crying. <laughs> I was like, yo, did I miss something? <laughs> did, 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 did he try to get his Stephanie draw back in the day? Just say. And then Trish uh, had to have a laugh at it. I mean, what was he going to do? Uh, so, so Pronto, what you, what you think of the whole sexual chocolate character? I thought it was funny. Triple H was like, ha, ha, yeah, okay, your joke's over, bud. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, look. I, I like the part where he, when he uh, called out his wife, too. You said what? And he called out his wife. Oh, yeah. Oh, he told her to stand up and uh, turn around. 
I was like, yo, I was hoping he was going to call like Jacqueline because, you know, that uh, the uh, PMS back in the day, they call out all these other people. I was just like, but when he called out Steph, first of all, can y'all imagine if China was still in, alive and with good graces with the company? <coughs> I would have loved to see Mark Henry flirt with China one more time. Or, or, what if, what if the hand would have came from backstage? Okay, I would have been done. I would have been like, okay, end this right now. <laughs> end, end this right now. He brought the hand back one time. Yeah, he brought it back. It was, it was stupid. That's what I was saying. But, you know, but him flirting with Steph, I was like, yo, Steph was, like, glowing. And she was, like, blushing. I was like, what's going on? I was like, it, 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 it was fun because she could have been evil and not play along with it at all. So, <coughs> He said, you married? I was just like, yeah, even though her husband said right there, he like kicked Triple H's ass. And then uh, he starts <laughs> talking about Owen. And what I do like is how he, he says, bring the camera close to my face. This ain't going to be pretty, I know. But I want you guys to know, he said, um, please, Owen belongs here. Because you guys know his wife... He, they're not allowed to use Owen's name, sell merchandise, put him in the Hall of Fame, nothing. She's got that hold over there. But Mark was crying. He feels emotional. Invested into, it felt personal. He said, WWE ain't tell me to say this. <clears throat> I'm speaking for myself. And then the guy, he said, Owen belongs here. We loved him. And because Bret Hart said she was being selfish. And, you know, I... I it's hard when you lose a loved one, especially like that. You're very, very bitter about it, which you have a right to be. But, you know, Owen was everybody. You know, there you're not the only one who misses him dearly and deeply. Right. And he does belong long in the Hall of Fame. I'm not saying it's going to happen next year, but I'm hoping that Mark Henry, that was a good stepping stool to get that to happen. So what would you guys think of that? He said it, man. It's exactly. I, I, I agree with that on that one. I also like how he said that, you know, when D was in the nation, he helped take The Rock in because The Rock didn't have anything. He had an apartment. And he said, don't worry, man, because when you get big in it, you can pay me back. So, uh, <laughs> I heard he's been doing pretty good right about now. He said, uh, you know, Rock, I, I, can use that, I can use that payback right about now, you know, with a couple of little interests in it. So, I thought that was funny. And then I'm just like, okay, well, you know, Mark Henry had a good speech uh, without the salmon jacket, so we got to deal with it. He said, I got to do one more thing. I was like, then they brought the salmon jacket. Now, here's my thing. I really wanted Cena to do it, but I can't be picky. So they bring out the salmon jacket, and he goes on there, and instantly, now, I don't know if y'all felt this, but y'all can give me your opinion when I'm done. Instantly, I felt... 2011 Hall of Pain to 2013 Mark Henry come out because he said, you know, I ain't retiring. He said, 
I got some things. I still got a lot left in the tank. And when he looked at AJ Styles, said, you got a championship that, or he says, Cena, I still ain't never get another chance at that WWE championship, which he should have. And AJ Styles, you, you got a belt that I want. And AJ's face looked like, yo, this is the match that I never thought. Are you serious? Like, are you serious? First of all, I ain't going to lie to you. That whole promo right there, AJ Styles versus 2011 Mark Henry is the match I never knew I wanted until now. I'm dead sir. Can you imagine AJ Styles on a phenomenal form getting caught into by the World's Strongest Slam? That'd be crazy. Ooh, that'd be clean. I'm about to say, is, is anybody still there? Like, I'm just saying. And then, uh, he went to Roman, Roman, he said, Roman, you ain't win the belt yet, but you can either give it up or get it took. I was just like, yo, I'm marking. Yo, he was talking shit. <laughs> he was talking that shit. I'm like, yo, is he? I'm like, we're not doing this we not doing this yo I was like yo I felt that old 2011 2013 Mark Henry come back out and I was like he's like no no I'm just kidding because I have a friend of mine called this the lion ass jacket and then he said you know he uh (laughs) (laughs) thanks everybody for coming out and then of course he ends with the cause that's what I do what I I do I love that so you guys thoughts cause I'm saying I love when he hold it what what you say? I said I love when he used to hold it for a long time. Like that's what I do. Dude. Yeah, I like that. So uh, you got you guys give me. I I know I talked a while, but because I love Mark Henry, but you know y'all kind of quiet on this one. I I, I want to know y'all thoughts about the the whole Mark Henry thing, the Owen Hart, the the, the salmon jacket. Would y'all like to see an AJ Styles Mark Henry match from back in the day? Because I damn sure would. Just saying. I, well, I mean, uh, I like oh go go ahead, bro. I was gonna say I like when they showed the crowd and then they showed his son in the family jacket and it's like he like breezed over here like oh yeah by the way that's my son from my retirement speech yeah I can barely hear you say it again no when they brought his son out there when yeah. his son was out there in the Okay. It's like somebody getting in the car. That was me, my fault. Okay. But, uh, nah, um, um, no, I, 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 I loved his speech, man. Um, like I said, the sexual chocolate part had me in tears. Like, I was home at this point, so I was able oh. to focus. And I was in tears. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, and then, then like I said, like the Hall of Pain, he he threw the jacket on. I'm like, yo, we got the jacket, like, and, I, and mind, I'm 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 like in the middle of a PlayStation uh, party talking to people, and somebody else was watching with me, and I'm like, yo, he got the jacket, he got the jacket. <laughs> yeah, um, he started he started talking all that shit, and I'm like, I'm like, nah, man, we not doing because what I heard him, I heard him, like I got up. I got up and walked away from my phone for a quick second. All I hear is, and you're right. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. And he's, that's when he started talking all that shit. I'm like, yo. He, I'm like, we're not doing this. Yo, we're not doing this. AJ Styles' face when he was talking about, yo, we can do this. Give me that belt. You got a belt that I want. And I'm just like, yo. AJ Styles have a great match with anybody. So you put him with 2011 Mark Henry where he won a championship from Randy Orton? Give me that match. I'll take it. I will take it. 
be honest with you. I, I was like, that's a match I never knew I won. That was that was that was a that was one of the one of the. That was, yeah. I think that was probably my favorite my favorite speech. I I, I would have to agree and say that was. Night. I would have to agree and say that was my favorite speech of the night. I think he had the best speech because you know he was he's, he's very humble. He's a real nice guy, strongish, but he very nice guy. And I, 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 everything about Mark Henry's speech, I just love. I, I love. I, I think he wins it for this year because you know every year you got like who had the best speeches, the most noticeable, the whole the, the Owen Hart thing, the sexual chocolate thing, the salmon jacket. The, that's what I do to being thankful. I, I, I loved all of it. And I like, yeah. I like how he ended the way he ended the other with his other retirement speech. Like I still be Texas boy, done good. Exactly. Uh-huh. So I thought I thought it was great. So now, uh, next up is the you know the one the, the main event, the headliner oh, yeah. of the Hall of Fame, the one that me and Q Flow Flow the rookie are fans of. Screw you, prime time. Okay, it is <laughs> time for who's next. Goldberg's next. So Goldberg makes his way out. I thought he was. Hold on, Paul Heyman. He I ain't gonna hold you. Uh, like Paul Heyman know. got him over. First of all, Paul really, Heyman got him over. He got him over. He got him over. But I feel like he was just promoting WrestleMania. <laughs> like, it, it, it ain't gonna be you, Roman. I'm like, oh my. I'm like, come on, Paul. Not now, man. Heyman was just like, well, he introduced himself, and then he said, "Now people are thinking, how can a man behind ECW is going to adopt a, a guy from WCW?" Fame. And then he said, uh, he, he, like I said, he was putting things over about Goldberg. And he, what did he, oh, he said that, you know, when Brock Lesnar uh, ended the streak and Brock Lesnar beat up John Cena, they had to find a point that could take Brock Lesnar to the limit to beat Brock Lesnar's ass to make it look convincing. And that guy is not Roman Reigns. I was just like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Right. Ooh. I'm like, come on, Paul. I'm like, come on, Paul. I'm like, come on, Paul. You talking like I, I, I can always enjoy a Paul Heyman promo, but it's like, come on, bring, bring the king out, man. You, you stalling. Bring the king out. Like, <laughs> exactly. And then uh, he said, "You chanted his name. You chanted his name." So, ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you Goldberg. And now, I was wondering if Goldberg was going to come out with his entrance. And you're damn right he did. My man came out he in did. a... My man was clean. Came out in a snakeskin waterproof suit. You hear me? Came out. He walked... I was like... I, I was I was thinking. I'm like, is he... Is he gonna come out from the locker room? And here he go, walking out the locker room. I'm sitting here marking the hell out. Now I'm about to say now... Marking the uh, hell out. Now he can't... He can't do the power because, you, you know, you have to say that for WrestleMania. But I'm just saying, put a... Yeah. And the suit made caught on fire. <laughs> he just he didn't want to do two certain things, but he comes out and Goldberg says, uh, "I'm gonna keep it short tonight," even though he went on <laughs> and on. He went on. He but did, it's Goldberg, so but, I don't care. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, oh, first off, co-host, prime time. <laughs> yes. Uh, your thoughts on Heyman? I like the suit. You know, like 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 you know,
I think he could have just talked more about, I guess, their relationship or the real person rather than like trying to put over WrestleMania and and how Roman Reigns don't get destroyed and Brock Lesnar and stuff. I mean, he, he probably could have got more about personal about it, but you know, when you got somebody that takes up so much time, like you know, Hillbilly Jim, you know, we gotta try to get these people out of here. So, uh, but Goldberg did say that he was the first. Jewish WCW and WWE champion to, to have a bar mitzvah. So, uh, huh, that was cool. Um, he thanks Diamond Dallas Page a lot for his wrestling career, saying that, you know, I wasn't used to the business that Diamond Dallas Page actually, you know, had a 14-page match. You know how Diamond Dallas Page goes down to, to the match in to a T. And uh, that was, in my opinion, from WCW, that was Goldberg's best match, the one at Halloween Havoc. And also, uh, he gives a thanks to Sting. And uh, I, I was like, thank God Sting is getting some recognition. Uh, he also talks about how Kevin Nash broke the streak on his birthday. Wow, I ain't know that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, screw that you, That made Nash. me mad. Yeah, screw you, Nash. Screw you. And then... Uh, hey, don't, don't, don't bash him too bad. He might break his quad again. He said, oh, <laughs> Uh, Goldberg's son still looks nervous as hell to be on camera. Probably because he got news braces and stuff like that. So, uh, Goldberg talks about like a lot of things. And he's actually very, you know, humanized and stuff like that, which we don't see from Goldberg. And, he, you know, he talks about, he said, look, 2003, it sucked. I sucked. Y'all know it sucked. We only have to talk about that. And he talked about mending old wounds, how he used to fuss at Triple H argument right in front of a, in a toy store with him and Triple H right in front of his wife I was just like but his wife you know humbled him down and he explained what he was saying last year he said look the second run I had was so great I appreciate that doing it for the fans but it is mentally draining and physically draining that part does suck when you're trying to get back into shape and to become that Goldberg character it sucks so I mean I get where he's coming from you know people just want to be Marks because it's Goldberg whatever the case may be but uh, Goldberg uh, talked about Austin. I was just like, okay, well, there's no way you copied. I mean, Austin copied you. We're, we're going to ignore like you even said that. But overall, decent speech. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Mark Henry's more. But you know, uh, he was humble. He he really does care about his family and really cares about his kid. I mean, uh, he cares about the kids and things of nature. And of course, Goldberg had to end with the. Who's next? Oh, and by the way, he did mention that um, you know, he had a, a powerful setup move like the spear, which a lot of people uh copy these days. <clears throat> where's Roman? <laughs> he said, Where's Roman? See, here's what I thought he was going. I thought he was going to show a little love to Roman and talk about Edge. Because Edge had the worst oh, spear. Edge had the worst spear. I tell that to Quattro. Prime time, were you one who defended uh, Edge's spear? No, no. Okay, okay good. No. Edge, Charlotte's spear is better than Edge's. Yeah, I don't Edge care. had I'm one like... of the worst spears. <laughs> and he said, yeah, people all off the time mimic it. I was just like, yep, we're, I need all y'all stand up. Edge, Roman, Lashley, Rhino, all y'all. Goldberg spear put some stank on it, you know what I'm saying? And there it is. That was the right. 2018 Hall of Fame. So. Well, I got Say it again. 
I gotta say, I have to say one thing. I like the story that he told about the headbutt in the door when he couldn't hit the door anymore. When he couldn't headbutt the door, so he punched it and broke his hand, yeah. but nobody knew it. Yeah. I, I don't know like what that. match that was. Was, was. was that in the second run or the first run? I think it was the first. No, no, no. I think, I think it, was it was the second. The second. Well, he, had, he had an actual match, so. Oh, shit. Mm. So it was probably against Kevin Owens. It could yeah. be. Uh, yeah. Might have been, yeah. Okay. Because he, he he's on there for like seconds, so I guess so. Okay. But, okay, once again, guys, so that was, uh, let's end this right now. So I'm going to give the Hall of Fame, I'm going to give uh, it about a C plus. I get about a C plus. Okay. How about you, Q? I'm going to give it a solid C. Uh... I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a B minus because for like like I said it's it's I am a huge fan of Goldberg and to see him become Universal Champ and a Hall of Famer that that did it for me that did it for me um uh, Mark Henry like I'm gonna give it a B minus because like 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 there was more segments I, I love Mark Henry like I said he probably had the best speech tonight yeah I love the Dudleys and. I like Jeff Jarrett until the singing. I'm not gonna let the singing kill it too much, cause I did like his speech before the singing. Um, it was just Hillbilly and Ivory that I didn't like. JJ and Kid had Rock me crying. Kid Rock. Uh, I was with Rock until he made the, the Democrat joke. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. So yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. And then Hillbilly, like I said, like my phone was messing up, so I didn't catch everything he said, but. He talked way too long for me to for me to have all those issues while I'm working and he's still talking. He went over, so it's like ah, come on, man. And then I just didn't like Ivory's. I'm sorry, I didn't like Ivory's speech. So uh, I'm, I'm gonna give it a B minus. I'm gonna give it a B minus. Prime time. I'm gonna give it a solid C. Okay. Everything was okay. Uh, Something just went on too long, but they do that sometimes. So I couldn't fault it. I was the one that decided to watch the Hall of Fame, so I can't judge anyone by how long the speech was, but some speeches were good, and some speeches were not so good, uh, but we already talked about that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'd give it a solid C, it was okay. Okay, and yeah, like I said, I get C plus, so, but you know what? Uh, post down in the comments down below how'd you guys enjoy the Hall of Fame hit that like button if you guys enjoyed our review and if you want to hear the extended review make sure you guys go check us out on Stitcher if you have Android iTunes if you have an, I an iPhone Google Play SoundCloud and Speaker.com we're you know this is a collaboration with Spacious Productions make sure you guys go check them out there the link will be in the description below as well I know we've been having problems with Stitcher, so I do apologize for that. But if you guys are listening to the extended review right here on one of these podcast radio shows, I greatly appreciate it. We greatly appreciate you guys. So once again, this is NC the place to be. Show with Mr. A and D, and also Q Flow Flow the rookie. Take care, everybody. Don't forget, hit us up in the Facebook group if yes. you want to talk to us. We there exactly because we were watching we watching NXT Takeover tonight, uh, New Orleans tonight. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And of course my co host, uh not Deion Sands for Primetime. Alright everybody, hope y'all have a good day. Make sure y'all watch WrestleMania as well, because that's gonna be banger. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's it's gonna be great. And uh once again, uh 
It says here, place me Chon Chon Mustang D, and their coalition is out. And if you guys listen to the podcast, uh, let's get ready to hear that new track from Q Flow. So, Q Flow, take us out. to your ears welcome to the show we don't need any gimmicks you already know so sit back relax and hit the like button go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming swag on trivia and prompts top five either way it's fun and you're hearing it live join with your host mr a and e yeah you know it's the place to be it's in c At Mountain Dew, we'd like to remind you that the world as we know it would not exist without the number zero. Which is why, at Mountain Dew, we'd like to recognize the number zero for making Mountain Dew Zero Sugar possible. Even with no sugar, it packs all of the bold citrus kick Dew Nation knows and loves. It's so good, you have no reason not to try it. As in zero. Get it? Crack open an ice-cold Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. It's zero sugar. All Dew.